For me, there are three broad points I'd make. Firstly, the subject of today is, are we in it together? So I think the first question we need to ask is, are we in it? And I think, is there a show of hands? Are we in it? Yeah, I think we're deep in it, aren't we? So I, so I think we are deep in it. And I would also, therefore, hypothesize if we are in it, the only way we're going to dig our way out of it is by working together. So I think that's a very, very important first principle around this. I don't think there's a single material issue that we face that can be resolved at the level of the individual institution, be it a hospital, be it a trust, be it a local authority. So I really do think that we are absolutely in it together. And I think the STP process, it doesn't matter what it's called, it's the process by which we can collectivise efforts and energies in the interests of the populations that we serve. So I think we are collectively coming together around a challenge. And the second point I'd make, building on Anne's point, I think we are collectively coming together around a population. I think place is a really important concept in what we're about to do. I think if we look at the achievements that we've made across London in recent years, often it's been people coming together around particular populations, be it a stratified population at risk of stroke or be it a population of complex elderly folk, and people have come together around that place and that population. So I think for me, we're in it together because of the challenges that we face, and the unifying feature we have is the place and the population. So I think those two things I'd highlight there. Secondly, I think we do have some reasons to be cheerful, actually. We have some causes for optimism because I think we have a little bit of form. We have done things through, say, cancer and cardiac around UCLP. We can point to organisations coming together, be it around, so, you know, frankly, they're not very sexy things like consolidating your back office through stuff in the middle about developing pathology joint ventures, through stuff I think right at the tip of the pathway and again I think I would point to stroke, cancer, cardiac, these are the kind of things that we've been doing. I think we've also got a few new enablers in place. I think the vanguards give us real opportunity to I think break the mould. The Raw Free, we're part of the Acute Care Collaboration Vanguard. In my neck of the woods we've got UCLH who are leading a cancer vanguard, we've got the RNOH and Moorfields who are leading specialist vanguards and actually they have one unifying feature and that's about standardising practice at scale with a view to driving out value in terms of better outcomes and better value for taxpayers' money. So I think there are some new pieces of the jigsaw to play with. So my second point is I think we have some causes for optimism. I think we have some form. Building on Anne's point, I do also see CCGs starting to collectivise and be clear about, you know, I know, can we use European analogies anymore? Can I, can I talk about subsidiarity and these sorts of things? I think people are thinking about what is best done at what level. And I also see the GP practices starting to actively collectivise as providers through federations. So I think the zeitgeist is heading in the direction of more collaborative working, people coming together around populations. I think the other side of that coin is we are not without our challenges as we move into this agenda. And I think I would highlight three. I think Anne's point about the tone of the leadership is absolutely fundamental. Frankly, I don't think it matters what the guidance says. Working together is all about trust, it's all about good relationships, and it's all about good behaviours. And I'm sure if we look across the UK, those issues of trust, relationships and behaviours will be on the normal distributive bell curve. So I think there's a real issue there. The second thing, there are some artefacts that we need to find a way through. So as we move, how I would define it, away from a system which is around promoting markets and competition to a system which is more about planning and which is more about system. We do need to think through how issues like choice and competition are handled, how regulation is handled. I mean, should we be inspecting systems as opposed to institutions if we really are 
looking at systems in place. And there's some other more technical issues around roles of Council of Governors and how CCGs do delegate mandates to Commission at scale. But it's happening. There are places around the country we can point to where people are getting into this one. And the third constraint I point to is time. So I had the great privilege last Thursday of being anointed as the person in charge of the STP for North Central London. So I was looking yesterday at what I'm expected to do by the 15th of April. And after I've made the blind sea and the lame walk, I think we'll move on to the next challenge that lies beneath it. So there is an awful lot to do in a relatively short period of time. I do think the key, as Anne says, as ever, will come down to leadership. I do think that there is a different leadership challenge which is associated with leading systems as opposed to leading institutions. It is about persuasion, it is about how you collectivise people around a vision and the challenge is how we get everybody to lift their heads above the level of the institution and look forward to what we can collectively do for our populations by operating at scale. So from my perspective, again, I think we are in it together. I think working together is the only way that we'll meet these challenges. I think the focus on population and place is absolutely spot on. I think we do have some reasons to be cheerful, but I also think we do have some constraints that we'll have to work hard to work through over the forthcoming months.